You got your house. All right. Well, in that case, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. That owl is staring at you. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Riley Miller, and I am Jim Davis. John, Riley, great to be with you today for this emergency pod. As you know, it would we be do- great for you to be with us. I, I, I'm gonna, I, can, I congratulate you on describing that state of affairs so aptly. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm it, envious of you for being able to be with us. It's great for me. It might, might not be good for you. Look, as, as you know, we did not plan to record uh, an episode today of Being Jim Davis. We assumed that after really releasing 1,442 consecutive Garfields, Jim Davis would probably take a break for the day, and we had planned to take the day off. What, what should happen... He dropped a Garfield on us, totally unannounced, no publicity, nothing, just dropped it right there in the newspaper, like a boss. And our rule, you know, you release a Garfield, we make a pod. So here we are. Um, I'm sorry that you both had to cancel your vacations. John, I know you were on the airplane to Saint-Tropez when we learned about this Garfield, had to turn that shit right around. I was boarding the plane. Do you... Were you excited to finally learn where Saint-Tropez is? I, well, if I, if I find out, I will let you know. You probably could have found out from the in-flight magazine. They, you, often they have a map that shows well, everywhere we never, the airline we never, goes. Yeah, I know so you didn't We never got off the ground, so I never found out which direction even the plane was going to go. Mm, you could calculate yeah. using this, the mm-hmm. position of the sun. I assume you brought your, you packed your sextant. No, I had to, had to, had to turn around, like immediately unpack the suitcase I just packed, file into Jim that Davis. limousine and drive to the, the, the Jim Davis, uh, what I assume is like, a, like, a, like an Apple-style product announcement, you know, where, where he mm-hmm. shows off the new Garfield for that day. I, what, what you assume, even though we're there now. <laughs> I'm assuming as part of this bit that that is how it goes. <laughs> This is quite a bit. It seems like it's probably where we are right now. It's probably, probably in the audience. gone on a bit long. If you know okay. what I mean. Look, you're the one who. Oh, you're the one who brought up Saint Tropez. Okay. Fair Today's enough. Monday, May thirty first, nineteen eighty two. We're reading the fourteen hundred forty third ever Garfield. Guys, what happens in today's Garfield? Well, in today's Garfield, Garfield Petard does some hoisting. Nice. His own petard? Presumably. I mean, it says Garfield's petard. What, what, what extra information is the word own Look, doing there? Look, he's in possession of this petard. I, like, I, didn't, I don't know where he got it. I mean, possession is nine times the law. Nine times the law, John. Yeah. Possession is nine times It all goes law. back to Muncie common law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we have three panels here. Um, Garfield is, I don't know, probably in John Arbuckle's living room or somewhere. And he's not, not, not prehistoric earth. He's walking down the bank, you know, to the, to the, the river bank on prehistoric earth in John Arbuckle's living room. I'm pretty sure this is prehistoric earth. Look at the purple mountains. Look at the purple mountains. 
Look at the canary yellow horizon. Mm -hmm. It does kind of look like prehistoric Earth, actually. It's a, yeah. It's I the mean, colors. It's a, I mean, you know. Okay. How many? the water is so still. It's, it's deathly like, still. How far away the mountains are, like, this mm. is a large body of water. And yeah, there's, like, it's no wind. Yeah, okay, so for Bizarre. the benefit of listeners, um, on the left side, you've got this downward slope, you know, green, green, green grass to what looks like a riverbank, but maybe it's actually a lakeside. Um, it kind of flows in front of the green grass, and that part looks a little rivery, and we see some motion lines. But then on the horizon, that's all water, too, and that does look like a vast inland lake, John, with mountains yeah. in the distance. Yeah, vast. Do you think that could be Lake Michigan? Uh, I mean, if they're in prehistoric Indiana, I'm just saying, yeah. you know. Would that try? I don't know where the I don't, I don't know where the lakes are. <laughs> I mean, they're they're underwater. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess this is. Uh, I mean, this this could be Pangaea, John, or mm. it could be Gondwana Land. Could be. Mm -hmm. When you said, "I don't know where the lakes are." Would a funnier <laughs> response have been, they're in the holes in the ground? Yes. All right. Well, let's imagine. That would have I been funnier. You, wish, you want to take it back? You to no, let's just, imagine, let's just imagine I said that. If anyone, oh, look. Boy, oh, we. Oh, oh, <laughs> when fucking Jake Willis, who was supposed to be here today, asks whether I made a funny I mean, joke Jeff. about the location of lakes, we'll tell him I did. Yeah, Jeff and or mm. look, I don't remember this guy's name. Um, and Garfield's carrying a fishing pole in panel one, and he looks satisfied with himself. And he's walking bipedally, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. grasping. Well, he's holding a thing with his hand. He's, yeah, he's, he's really he's really at his most human right here. Mm. Um, you know, he's mm. he's descending the little hill. We've discussed before how Garfield is at once of the world of man and nature. Mm. And, um, you know, we, we, we see that, um, I mean, we some saw of that us, contrast some of us, again. Some of us think that's a false dichotomy, but. Mm. I mean, I mean, you know, from the, from the philosophical uh, school of Garfield, right? We have to, that's we have a, to view, at least I am, I am cur currently viewing this strip and this dichotomy through the lens of the philosophy of Garfield. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you have to apply the hermeneutic circle for one thing. Of course, of course. Well, is the hermeneutic circle a thing you can apply? <laughs> like it's a facial <laughs> cleanser? <laughs> yeah. It's like you, no, of course it is. You, you read the instructions on the I'm back gonna... of the hermeneutic circle. It says apply li apply liberally. <laughs> right. You have to you have to remove the 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 backing before the adhesive will. will I'm going to exfoliate with the dragon of chaos I over here. I don't think you apply the hermeneutic circle. I think you're within the hermeneutic circle. <laughs> you, you, uh, okay. you, you you exist you, within. You function you, within the hermeneutic circle. You 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 not... you. you you mindfully engage with the media, keeping in mind the concept of the hermeneutic circle. I guess. I'm glad that we've I, added I, sufficient like, precision to our speech. Yeah, no, this was really a worthwhile digression.
Mm-hmm. Look, I'm mm-hmm. always happy to talk about the hermeneutic circle, and I'm. I'm glad Why is no one talking about the hermeneutic circle? Let's talk about the hermeneutic circle. I, is or is right. the hermeneutic circle itself a natural phenomenon? Oh, um. I mean, it's a false that's dichotomy, a great, right? That's a great question. Mm. That's a great question. It might be in here. Her- Wait, the hermeneutic circle is a false dichotomy? Um, no, the nature, the difference between man and nature being oh, a okay. false dichotomy. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, we were might, talking about that. You could argue that the, her- <laughs> the fact of the hermeneutic circle is inherent in... Like it's a necessary outcome of so, existence as a thinking being. So you know Garfield, I mean? at his most human, is descending this into this lake bed, mm-hmm. right? Slash oh, yeah. river bed. Yeah. Um, he is holding a fishing pole. He is yeah. walking on his back legs. Right. And he looks very pleased with himself. Mm-hmm. These are all characteristics of humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has a and tail. I, I, how do you know this is Garfield? Like the word Garfield doesn't appear anywhere. That's a really good point. I hadn't considered that. Is it? No. Like maybe just based on the experience of the previous <laughs> 1,442 Garfields. See, that's inductive. That's inductive reasoning. And, you know, at, you're, we, you're, you know what you're at, doing, you're applying the hermeneutic <laughs> circle. I mean, it's true. Riley, are you going to have a go at inductive reasoning? Are you like one of these assholes who's like, oh, well, you're not absolutely certain because it's just inductive. I, I am not one of those assholes. I'm oh, a big fan okay. of David Hume. All right. All right. I, mean, I mean, except yeah. for all the racism. I'm, I'm, right. I'm yeah. right. You, know, you got to have some humility about it. David yeah. Hume, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about David Hume. For, anyway, anyway, what? let's move to panel two. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was my Ooh. new character, um, David Hume NASCAR fan. It's okay. Go on. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd like to see, I'd like to I'd like to hear more about this. USA, USA. Go on. Hmm. Seems like you cut out there for a little bit, but maybe yeah. that was just my. my I decided side. I didn't enjoy your, shouting your, that much. your microphone. Your microphone was sparing us. It's possible. It's possible that your your words weren't captured at all. So yeah. in the so, second panel, Garfield is now at the edge of the land, mm-hmm. right where it meets the water, and right. he's standing up straight on his hind legs, which are especially chicken-like in this mm-hmm. panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that at his most human, Garfield looks like a chicken. Yeah, yeah, or like a dinosaur or something. Uh, and he's holding, he's like holding the fishing pole like over his right shoulder. Yes. And it's the, the end of the House fishing left. pole. Which we can now see the bobber and the hook mm-hmm. kind of like mm. flailing in the air a little bit. There's no and real, the, there's no reel or anything on this fishing pole. Just FYI, No, that's true. Listeners. That's true. Um, and Garfield, you know, the, the hook, the hook of this, uh, of the fishing pole is, you know, positioned precariously, right? It's an action pose. You know, the uh, the hook and the line are whipping through the air. There are precisely three action lines, which are depicting Garfield. It's actually not entirely clear. Is he withdrawing the fishing rod 
to fling it forward in the next panel. Spoilers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I I I read it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we want to say about this one? Eh, just that I'm no. not interested in fishing. Yeah, fishing is kind of whatever. I mean, you're you're always fishing for compliments. Well, I like yeah, compliments, but no one ever compliments me enough. Mm. Mm. I, so I in should, panel three, I should start trawling for compliments. <laughs> yeah, like a, you know, one of those enormous nets and just trawl through the ocean, picking. You're up actually not, accidentally going to get. Yeah, pulling up not just compliments. But Insult also dolphins? cast off, yeah, mm. cast you off phrases. About it, you you don't use a troll. You use dynamite. It's dynamite for compliments. Mm, I should dynamite for compliments. So in the panel, third panel, yeah, Garfield okay. is now on the ground. His, he's fallen forward onto his his front. Uh huh. Um, and his his hind part is up in the air. His tail is straight, sticking straight up, and what happened? Well, that hook went and buried itself in the end of Garfield's tail. That's and a he's shame. Still holding on to the uh, fishing pole, such as it is, uh, and that is what has caused the uh, reaction of the his tail, his butt going up in the air because it's caught on the, his fishing. He's thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what's mm-hmm. going on. His pleased expression has been wiped off his face and has been replaced with an expression of uh, indignity, mm-hmm. reservation. Yep. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Did mm-hmm. you guys finish talking about the Garfield? I mean, more or less. Okay, you've been listening well, hold, to Bean hold on, Davis. Hold on, hold on. The, I refuse to. The very thought of it <laughs> makes the blood turn to ice. We'll just have to get into it tomorrow. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit the show website, www.beingjimdavis.com. There are so many things for you to do at www.beingjimdavis.com. They can know I was not That's how many there are. Can we talk about how painful this could be? And like how much fun it would be? We cannot. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.